Hello beautiful internet family, Dan here from danstube.tv and welcome back to another episode of the Fearless Drone Academy podcast. And on today's episode, we're talking about the upcoming Mavic 3 Pro, as well as potentially the Mavic 3 Zoom. Obviously, over the last year or so now, DJI have completely cut out the Mavic name. Like, that was a name that was just synonymous with DJI drones. That Mavic name had power. And for whatever reason, they've dropped it. So that would then imply that the new drone could just be called the 3 Pro, or DJI 3 Pro. I feel like you kind of have to keep the Mavic name for this one, the Mavic 3 Pro. I'd love to know in the comments though, all of these specs, rumors, and discussions in this video, I'd love your thoughts in the comments below. Throughout this video, I'm gonna be referring to Drone DJ as well as Tech Radar, who've got a few leaks that have popped up, as well as some information from sources that are close to DJI. I'm also gonna be talking about other rumors and leaks that I've found online, as well as some thoughts that I have around this new prosumer drone from DJI. So first things first, what can we expect from this drone? When's it gonna be released? What's the camera gonna look like? What features is it gonna have? Let's get into it and find out what we know so far. So the question that is burning in everyone's mind right now, when can we expect the new Mavic 3 Pro and potentially the Mavic 3 Zoom? Well, we saw the Mavic 2 Pro and the Mavic 2 Zoom in August of 2018. It's been a while since we've seen that Pro name put out into the world and that means that DJI have had enough time to really l allow that technology to catch up, allow the prices to drop to the point that they can make it maybe affordable for the prosumers out there. Instead of charging four or $5,000, it looks like it's gonna be potentially within that 3,000 Australian dollar price range. So I can see right now that the Air 2S, which is the latest drone from DJI, if you just wanna buy the drone on its own without the fly more combo, this will set you back 1,699 Australian dollars. Now currently the Mavic 2 Pro is selling for 2,499 Australian dollars. So it makes sense to me that they're probably gonna price it at that $2,999 for the standalone Mavic 3 Pro when it's released. Now, can we expect it in August? That's not far away. And we haven't seen too many leaks just yet. We did get a basic prototype leak of the actual body itself, and that looks very promising, but it looks still in that early development stage. So it's hard to say whether it will be coming out at all within that August timeframe. Now, if we refer to the video here, for people listening to the podcast right now, um, you can always go over to danstube.tv, the YouTube channel, and you can check out the video over there. I will be discussing everything so you don't necessarily need to see the video, but it's also nice to have some um, additional visual stimulus, of course. So we can see here from Drone DJ that a source in China close to DJI, and again, all speculation, this could have just been fabricated, this could be completely off, but they asked the question, are you still thinking quarter three release? Now quarter three would make sense for an August release, but the reply was Q3 dash Q4. So that could depend on tons of factors. Maybe the global pandemic has contributed to that. Maybe prices have been really hard to stabilize for them to mass produce this new drone. Maybe they're struggling with different things. Maybe they've got another drone that's about to get released and they wanna hold off. 
There are so many factors. It might not even be coming out this year. We have no idea at the end of the day. But if I quickly click over to this other tab here, you will see it looks like this potentially could be the leaked body of the Mavic 3 Pro. So for people listening to the podcast, jump on the video to check this one out. But it's a very basic bare bones body. We don't get too much. The only thing that it really does show us, and this is obviously hoping that this is a real thing, this could be fabricated again, but it looks like it's a rear loaded or a rear mounted battery, which is different from all of the other Mavic range that we've seen so far. I guess besides the Mavic Mini, Mavic 2, or sorry, the Mini 2, which are obviously loaded at the back. The Phantom range obviously has that uh, unique back loading as well. But in terms of like a prosumer, consumer space, I guess a lot of the time the Mavic range is loaded on top here where we can actually have that battery indicator on the drone. So that just kind of slots out and then just sits back on top there. So by the looks of this leak, it could be a rear mounted battery. There could be many reasons why this would be the case. Potentially it allows more, I guess, hardware and computer chips to be placed closer to the front instead of that big gap on top there where the battery's sitting. That means potentially there could be sensors on top, there could be other kind of electronics that are going on on the top and near the front of the drone. Again, we don't know because this is all rumor and speculation. There could be many reasons behind this. But if we now go back to the Mavic 3 Pro release date, so again, this is all speculation, but it feels like potentially it's gonna be later in the year. I feel like an August release is just too soon. You know, like if we've got just a few little leaks here and there, nothing sizable, nothing like clear and defined right now. And as you would probably know if you follow this space very closely, the leaks come in hot and fast with uh, DJI drones. They're pretty much leaked a month before it's even announced. So it's hard to say. Maybe this one has been kept, you know, under the shush shush, but who knows at this point. So I guess potentially for me, I would be imagining it's been, you know, going to be coming later in the year, potentially a November release date, uh, getting ready for that Christmas period. Again, who knows? It could be dependent on how the production is going, or they could be waiting for quarter one of next year. Again, no one knows, but it would be exciting to see it at the end of this year. And yeah, it would just be such a welcome addition to the range. Um, the next thing moving on is, so we've talked about the release date. We've talked about potentially maybe, you know, in October or November release potentially, even though August would make the most sense for that cycle, seeing as we saw the Mavic 2 Pro in um, August of 2018, but we just don't know. The next thing now to move on to is the actual camera. So with the Mavic 2 Pro, we saw that Hasselblad camera system embedded into the Mavic 2 Pro. Since then, we've had a few different drones. We've had the Mavic Air 2, we've had the Mavic Air 2S, we've also had the Mini 2, and yeah, I'm pretty sure that's for the most part what we've had so far. Haven't seen a Phantom or an Inspire in a very long time, so potentially that could also be coming at some point, who knows? Who knows if they're even gonna continue that or just go ahead with this Mavic unibody design. But we haven't seen a Hasselblad camera since the Mavic 2 Pro, and it seems like they would be holding off on releasing that for their prosumer range. So we obviously had the one inch sensor on the Air 2S, which looks remarkably similar to the Hasselblad camera system, the one inch sensor on the Mavic 2 Pro, but it didn't have the Hasselblad branding or color science behind it. So it makes me wonder, will they continue with that? It would make a lot of sense to offer that in that prosumer bracket. 
instead of just completely cutting it. You know, like what a weird thing to trial that with one drone and then just get rid of it. So it would make sense to have that Hasselblad um, camera in embedded into the Mavic 3 Pro. Um, and when it comes to resolution, so we had the Autel Evo 2, which got announced and released, and that has a 6K camera, and that's the direct competitor to the Mavic 2 Pro. And, you know, we're just looking at some other leaks here. These are from Drone XL as well. Um, some other discussions around the camera system here. From this, like, mock-up design here, you can see that it's a circular camera instead of that square camera that we've seen. Again, these are mock-ups. Do not take them as uh, the truth right now. But it's potential that they need to make a larger camera system. And it's also potential for DJI to just not follow the market. So let's say, for example, they release their Mavic 3 Pro. It's got a 6K sensor. The Autel Evo 2 has had a 6K sensor and been on the market for a very long time now. So a lot of the rumors and leaks from people are actually pointing towards DJI pushing it even further and going for an 8K sensor. Now, that's overkill. That's ridiculous. And pretty much no one needs that. Like, that is just ridiculous at this point. Why would you need that? But, I mean, there are people out there that will love those numbers and get excited by that. And, you know, the fact that you can also shoot in 8K and then retain so much information and quality and then export in 4K... The, the video is obviously going to be higher quality than, you know, shooting in 4K, exporting in 4K. If you're shooting in 8K and then dropping it down to 4K, it's going to retain a lot more quality. And it's going to be, you know, still a phenomenal video. So there's potential for that. And like I said before, they kind of need to step it up. Like if their direct competitor is Autel Evo, potentially we could see an 8K sensor, which is really crazy to think. Like, yeah, that's insane to me. With the Air 2S, which we've got here, it can shoot 5.4K. Um, pretty pretty amazing still, like a remarkable system, and honestly, one of the best drones on the market now. Like, probably, I want to say better than the Mavic 2 Pro, almost. Like, I, I, I want to say that, but it's it's hard to say. Um, so, who knows? Obviously, the with the Air 2S, it doesn't have that um, adjustable aperture. And it is still a one-inch sensor, but it doesn't have the Hasselblad science behind it, that color science, which just makes the image really pop. So it is still limited in some aspects, but I think that this is still their flagship drone right now. And again, like releasing a 6K drone isn't really going to wow people, considering they've got that competition, which has got 6K already. So 8K, it sounds crazy to say it out loud. I'd love your thoughts in the comments, but it does sound a little bit too much almost but who knows maybe potentially the other the other possibility here is um this is through tech radar you can see there's discussions of an interchangeable camera system this is something that i thought dji were going to put into their prosumer and co consumer drones uh, we saw the success of that in the inspire range obviously that's like elite level but you know the mavic 3 pro is a prosumer drone that's taking the spot almost of the phantom like the quality that you can get out of it the way that they market it, the way that it's so like prevalent on all of their like marketing campaigns, their websites, and all of their stores, it's clear that the Mavic range is their big push right now, and the Phantom's kind of fallen a bit behind, potentially because of that form factor. You know, like why wouldn't you choose a foldable drone that's just as capable in wind conditions and can produce uh, video and photo that is on par, if not better, than the Phantom 4? So to me, like potentially, this is the prosumer drone 
that they're going to be pushing. This is their like flagship prosumer drone. So with the Mavic 3 Pro, are we going to see interchangeable cameras? You know, potentially instead of them releasing the Mavic 3 Pro and then the Mavic 3 Zoom, maybe they'll just release the Mavic 3 and then it will have the interchangeable cameras that you can change between. You know, maybe it will come with the Pro camera and then you can buy an additional Zoom camera or you could buy some other camera options out there. I think this is less likely um, purely because, you know, the Inspire has that option and they probably don't want to kind of nibble into the sales of the Inspire. The Inspire is out on its own and it's got that quality that, you know, the Mavic range hasn't really got to. So, you know, if they were to release interchangeable camera system, they might shoot themselves in the foot with that. So we'll see. That's less likely in my eyes, but I would love to see an interchangeable camera system. Um, also, TechRadar are talking about an 8K camera as well. Um, potentially the Zenmus uh, X5S. So that was designed for the DJI Inspire 2. Um, so yeah, they're saying they're skeptical that they add this kind of camera to it. Again, it's, you know, the Mavic 3 Pro is a lot smaller than the Inspire. So the payload on it is going to be different, the amount it can carry, you know, the amount of battery that it's going to drain because the batteries are obviously smaller than the Inspire batteries. Um, I'll get onto some other things in a sec, but, you know, from the looks of it, we're going to have 360 degree obstacle avoidance. So that true 360 sphere obstacle avoidance, you know, that takes up power to power all of those sensors, to power an 8K camera. So I don't know, I think we'll see a customized 8K camera that will have that Hasselblad branding on it. Um, the smart controller version two is another possibility. Um, so they launched back in 2019, the smart controller, which is something I still wanna try. It's a really, um, yeah, really unique concept. I love it, it's still relatively expensive though, but potentially they'll release something uh, like an updated version of the smart controller. The next thing is battery life. So. Battery life has got to the point now that it's amazing. You know, like I'm very happy with most of the drones that get released into the market. You know, even the Mini 2 can get up to 30 minutes. That's their quoted time. You're probably only getting 25 minutes of flight time. But let's say you get 20 to 25 minutes of flight time per battery and you get the fly more combo. You know, that's an hour of flight time. That's phenomenal. You can do 20 minutes in each location or you can do an hour in one location. That's great. In my eyes, that's phenomenal. But I feel like they potentially want to improve on that again. So if we potentially see, you know, maybe a 35 to a 40 minute battery life that they quote, and if it's 40 minutes, then that will mean that we'll probably get anywhere from 30 to 35 minutes, probably 32 minutes, I would imagine, uh, if you want to land safely and make sure that you've got enough time. So that's a real possibility that they'll improve that battery life. And maybe that's a reason why they have that rear loaded uh, battery option. Maybe that's just something to do with the internal space and they've figured out a way to make the drone slightly larger potentially. Cause I'd imagine the Mavic 3 Pro will be slightly larger than the Air 2S just to accompany for really everything. You know, those additional sensors, the larger camera um, and yeah, a few other things that we'll discuss in a second, but potentially a larger battery and with a larger battery, you need larger space, you need more options to obviously um, cool that battery system down and the internals uh, within the actual drone itself, all those sensors and all those chips. So I think it will be a slightly larger drone. I think we'll see a slightly larger battery. And I'd imagine they, they potentially could go for 38 minutes, maybe 40 minutes for the flight time. Again, all speculation, but the fact that it hasn't hit the market since 2018, that's when the Mavic 2 Pro came out. That's a, a long time ago. 
they've had enough time to really advance the technology to get the prices down, to make sure that they can mass produce a prosumer drone that almost competes with everything they've released in the past. It's a crazy combination of everything from what we can see so far. Moving on now to the true 360 degree obstacle avoidance. Now this to me makes the most sense for one of the clear upgrades that we're gonna see. If you look at DJI's competitor, uh, the Skydio 2, that has true 360 degree obstacle avoidance. It's got advanced AI to be able to track you and move with you. So to me, that makes a lot of sense. That's a direct competitor to them. People are absolutely loving how powerful that AI is and how reliable the obstacle avoidance is. So it makes sense. It's a clear evolution. You look at the Air 2S here, we've got those upwards facing obstacle avoidance. We've got the front facing obstacle avoidance. We don't have the side, but we do have the rear and then underneath as well. So it would make sense for them to add additional obstacle avoidance sensors. I would imagine it would be 12 sensors that we would see, and that would create that sphere 360 degree obstacle avoidance. And then to, I guess, complement that as well, DJI, I would imagine, would release an advanced AI system which will allow people to use active track without the controller. So you could literally chuck the controller in your bag and trust the drone 100%. With that 360 degree sphere view, I would imagine that they're going to go for the most advanced tracking system on the market. They, they have to at this point. You know, the Skydio 2 has wowed so many people and DJI are innovators, you know, so they have to come out with something better than that. So I would imagine true 360 degree obstacle avoidance is one of the clear things that we're going to see, which is really exciting, especially if we can enable some, um, I guess, versatile and unique tracking modes. Um, and maybe that's where DJI will come in with some of their unique, uh, their, their like flight modes that they offer. We've seen Master Shot or Master Shots on the Air 2S, which I've done some content on the channel. <clears throat> and Master Shots is actually really cool. It's a reliable option for so many people, you know, regardless if you're just a consumer or if you're a professional, uh, Master Shots is really unique. It allows you to capture tons of unique shots and it all does it automatically. And then you can use that footage as you please later on. I don't know whether, you know, for a prosumer drone, whether that makes sense for them to put in Master Shots or whether they'll add some more, I guess, professional options. And that's potentially where that more advanced obstacle avoidance tracking mode will come in. So that's a real possibility, um, and that would be exciting to see. That would be an advancement for sure. <clears throat> We've got the compatibility with the DJI Goggles version 2. That makes sense. Uh, the quieter props as well, which is, um, yeah, sure, that's a possibility as well, I'd imagine. So they're the seven kind of main features, I guess you would say, that the Tech Radar team believe we're going to see. Now, if we go back to... Drone DJ. I've got a few other things to discuss here. Um, Drone DJ go into it a little bit more here, and I've got a few other notes uh, down here. So, you know, we've spoken about the 360 degree obstacle avoidance, and now I guess moving on to the like the video transmission. So, OcuSync 3.0 is phenomenal, and you know you can get up to 12 kilometers with the Air 2S. Like, that's amazing. You really don't need more than that. And again, it's a bit of a numbers game, like similar to the 8K camera system. Like, you know, I feel like with the Mavic 3 Pro, I would love to see 4K at 120 frames per second or even 4K 150 frames per second, you know, so then we can have true slow-mo in that 4K resolution. 
that to me would be very exciting. The 8K is great, but it, I just struggle to edit it on the computer. It's just too much. I find myself, you know, almost compressing the files or, you know, trying to convert them into something that my computer can play with. 8K is ridiculous. And then I'm not going to upload into 8K onto YouTube. The only time I do that is to show my audience and to show the community like what true 8K looks like from the drone. But my, my computer's just not beefy enough. And I think a lot of people would be in the same position. So it doesn't really make sense. Again, I know I said this before, but that 8K camera just seems like overkill. To me, something more practical would be, you know, the, the thing that would make the most sense to me, sorry about the video bouncing. Um, the one thing that would make, I guess, the most sense to me is to actually offer 4K at 100 frames per second and 120 frames per second, or 120 frames per second and 150 frames per second uh, for people in Pell region, as well as the NTSC, uh, so that people in Australia can also, you know, use some slow-mo as well and have a bit of fun with that. It's always painful when they just release like an NTSC option and there's nothing for Pell. So yeah, that would be obvious to me, like 4K, 120 frames per second, that would be great. And then that 8K camera is just that icing on top as well. Um, we've then got, you know, with that OcuSync, with that video transmission, so 12 kilometers with the Air 2S, crazy stuff, and you never use it. You shouldn't be using it. It's unsafe. You're breaking the law doing that. So 12 kilometers is overkill and you don't need that. But I would imagine, you know, if this is the Pro line, if they're releasing that Mavic 3 or the Mavic 3 Pro, whatever they decide to call it, or, you know, even just the 3 Pro, if they want to get rid of that DJ, the Mavic name, the DJI 3 Pro, just doesn't ring as well as the Mavic 3 Pro. So if they go ahead with that, they want to upgrade it again. You know, they want to make it a clear winner. It's got to have that clear differentiating factor from the Air 2S. So maybe they will have OcuSync 4.0, or maybe they'll just push the OcuSync 3.0 to maybe 15 kilometers. Potentially, they'll just leave it at OcuSync 3.0 at 12 kilometers. Again, I don't know whether this is necessary or whether people care or need that kind of range. But yes, at least 12 kilometers, um, but potentially up to 15 kilometers as well, uh, which would be interesting to see for sure. Also with drone, uh, with drone DJ, they also speak about the enhanced AI, which again, they refer to uh, Skydio 2. I think DJI really need to push that. If they're going to have the 360 degree, that sphere obstacle avoidance, they need to push the AI. It needs to stand out over Skydio. It needs to be something that is almost autonomous on its own. You know, like obviously you can still have full control over it. You can still do what you need to do as a professional. But if you do want to get those tracking shots, you know, that enhanced AI where it's, you can just trust the drone to get the shot with you just running or on your bike and you don't have to worry about looking at the controller the whole time. That would be interesting to see if they can really push the AI alongside that 360 degree obstacle avoidance. That's potential. It's hard to say at this point. Um, there are some little photos that have popped up and these, uh, as you can see, very low quality. Anyone could have drawn these. They do look relatively decent, but you can see in the photo that it is a top loaded battery and that kind of doesn't sit true with what we've seen from these leaks here where it is a rear loaded battery, clearly in that Mavic body. Um, you know, it's clearly not a smaller drone and it's not anything that we've seen in the past. So potentially, you know, that isn't actually true at all. Like these leaked photos here probably aren't right. This could be another drone that we expect at some point in the future. Um, but even in the photos, you can see that they've, they've actually got propellers facing up and down. So you'd be landing on the propellers, on the front propellers. They would actually be landing 
on the propellers. So to me, that doesn't make sense. Like if there's a lot of grass or if there's rocks around, landing on the propellers and it hits a rock or grass, it will just shoot up all that debris into the motors. It could damage the props. It just seems a little weird to me. Don't know whether that's a thing. Um, but yeah, there's some of the photos that have been leaked and pushed around the internet. So who knows about that one? But these ones look really legit from Drone XL. The actual chassis, the body of the drone, looks like that rear-mounted um, battery. And then you can see if the rear-mounted battery slots in down the bottom, there's that whole top section then. So that means the sensors can sit up there. They can obviously have more powerful internals on top there. And to me, that would make the most sense to give them more, I guess, more power within the drone and more options to really expand on it and make it more powerful than they have in the previous editions. So to me, that looks like a obvious upgrade. And also from what we can see in the photos with that rear mounted battery, the drone does look bigger and it makes so much sense. If they're going to have a larger camera, more obstacle avoidance, all these different things, it makes tons of sense for them to make it a slightly larger drone. Obviously still a portable drone, obviously still a folding drone, but it's definitely going to be larger than the Air 2S, for example. And that's cool, I'm okay with that, that's great. So we've spoken about that, and the other thing is I guess a few little things that we've seen on some of these leaks. So you can see in the middle leak here, for the people listening to the podcast, basically it's just an air scoop. So that just means that air can pass through this little cutout on top that works as a scoop to pass some air through to cool down the internals. And what this means is that if there's more powerful processing going on, if there's more powerful electronics and internals, then that additional cold air, or potentially hot air if you live in Australia, that air will pass through the drone and allow the internals to cool down. Overheating is one of the biggest limitations of why drones haven't been able to advance, I guess, as far as some people expect, even though I feel that they're advancing very, very rapidly. But, you know, having additional air scoops will allow the internals to cool down, which means that they can push the drone even harder. And that's exciting because that means that it would enable all of these things that we've spoken about previously. And it does need a better cooling system. You know, you can't just whack an 8K camera with 360 obstacle avoidance on the Air 2S without having some issues. It's going to produce a ton of heat and there's just not enough kind of ventilation in this drone um, to allow for it to actually do that and offer that to the consumer. So yes, air scoops are a clear thing. We're gonna see a few of them, I would imagine, on the Mavic 3 Pro. The next thing is the interchangeable cameras, which we spoke about. Again, who knows about that one? Maybe not. It's uh, hard to say at this point whether we'll see an interchangeable camera system on a prosumer drone. Um, yeah, I don't know about that. I'd love to know in the comments below like what things stand out to you, what you expect to see, what you would imagine to see. Um, I would love to know that because I think, yeah, there's infinite possibilities and obviously DJI are the gatekeepers. They know what they're going to release. They have ideas and plans of what they think the market needs. Um, but I'd love to know in the comments below what you think these prosumer and consumer drones are lacking, what they need. You know, what's the one feature or the two features that you really want? What's something that you feel they just don't offer you? And I'm going to move on to the one thing that I think I'd like to really see in a prosumer drone like the Mavic 3 Pro. And that is waypoints. Now, I've done content on my channel with apps like Lychee, uh, the Maven app, as well as the Drone Link application. And they offer waypoint options as well as tracking modes. And that enabled, you know, like the Mavic Mini, for example, to actually have waypoint options. 
Now, DJI don't seem to push these waypoint options. They don't add it to their drones. It's kind of hush-hush. It's like they have the power to do it and they could clearly do it, but they seem to leave it to these third-party companies like Lychee, DroneLink, and Maven. And that, to me, would make so much sense to have in a prosumer drone. Like, if you would imagine the application of the Mavic 3 Pro, like let's say you go out to a shoot and you want to get a shot of a house or a building or you want to get a shot of a subject or a car or something for an advertisement, you know, to be able to have waypoints of repeatable actions where it flies along the coastline and then let's say it banks around and reveals a shot. You know, that is something that you want to be able to re replicate time and time again when you're on a film shoot. And you just, you're going to struggle to do that without waypoints. So I'd love to see some advanced waypoint options. I don't know whether we'll see it. They'll probably leave it out and they'll just allow, you know, these other applications to add it later on if the SDK gets released, which is the software development kit, um, which actually enables this, these companies to be able to add these features to the DJI drones. And it's all official, like DJI enable these companies to do this so to me like they know this is happening they want this to happen to some extent but i don't know whether it's like a liability thing or whether they just don't want to complicate it or whether they don't want to deal with coding it i have no idea it's a bit weird to me but you know with the mavic 3 pro to have waypoints would make so much sense so i would love to see that i don't know whether we'll see that um, but that would be really cool um, if if they did decide to do that i think a lot of people would be excited by like an official DJI waypoint option where you could replicate the same shot time and time again on a film shoot. That'd be fantastic. Um, and I think the only other thing before I round this video and podcast up is the least likely thing. Um, there have been a few leaks, a few mentions. I don't think it will happen with the Mavic 3 Pro. I think if DJI do it, it'll be a whole new drone. It might be, who knows, a completely different drone range. But It'd be interesting to see a waterproof or a weatherproof drone. Like imagine the shots you could get. If you were flying away from a storm, but there was a you know a bit of kind of rain getting blown over to your location, but you were a distance away from the storm, you didn't want to fly the drone because the motors would get potentially destroyed or you could damage the hardware of your drone because it's not waterproof or weatherproof. Imagine the shots you could get if it was weatherproof or waterproof. Like that would enable so many options and some unique perspectives and shots that people could capture. Again, probably not gonna happen, especially when we look at those leaked photos, we can see that there's air scoops. I'd imagine that would just be sucking the water in and destroying the internals. So probably not with the Mavic 3 Pro, but it'd be interesting to see. Maybe in another drone we'll see something like that. But yes, that's everything we know so far. Pretty exciting, like if this is going to be the case, this is gonna be a colossal like beast of a drone Nothing's going to compete with it. It's going to be, it's going to future proof that future proof itself for so long that you almost won't need a drone for years. So very excited to see. It's going to be quite an XE drone. It's going to be nearly three thousand Australian dollars just for the drone. The Flymore combo could be three thousand five hundred Australian dollars. It's not cheap. So it is clearly targeting prosumers. It's not just for the people that want to buy a Mavic Mini and want to start flying, for example. It's clearly for people who have the money and the application and the need for something uh, that's this powerful. So I'd love your thoughts again. Let me know in the comments below. Um, let's start a discussion. What features do you want to see? Uh, what did you think of some of the leaks and rumors? Do you think this is coming out this year? Is the Mavic 3 Pro coming out in 2021, 2021 or the beginning of 2022? Anyway, thank you so much for watching. I'll chat to you in the next video. 
Make sure to have a fantastic day and peace out.